Hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. It's Michelle Lightworker here and welcome to an enlightened conversation with Christy Ord and Clint Morgan and myself, of course, and Spirit, of course. Um, we are looking forward to seeing what drops in our path today. And just for those of you who don't know these wonderful beings, I uh, had the pleasure of meeting Christy in 2015 um, at a Holistic Bliss um, birthday celebration and we ended up uh, finding mutual paths together and I ended up coming along on the Real Food Revolution um, Gold Coast uh, event and that was awesome and since then we've kept in touch and now uh, I haven't had the pleasure of getting to know Clint Morgan um, as, as, as much as I'd like to actually so I'm really looking forward to sharing space with these two beings today. Now Christy and Clint are um, both have a story of turning their life around to uh, be more positive and to uh, to be in that groove of working towards positive change as well. Uh, Christy had a journey of health problems, uh, a toxic relationship, um, feeling as if she hated life. She was suicidal, had um, didn't like her job, felt depressed. Um, now she's she's come from that to really creating the life of her dreams with passion and impact. And Christy runs the influential women's events and masterminds to help women lead and step into their power and speak their truth and get their message out there that they want to, to feel like they're in full alignment and create the, the life and the desire and business that they want. Uh, Christy and Clint uh, run a um, Kangan water business as well with a global team to create awareness and change uh, the water that people decide to drink. Um, and this particular product helped Christy overcome adrenal fatigue and they've seen amazing results for others as well. Um, Clint uh, went from completely broke on Centrelink to creating a six-figure income in eight months and becoming the top sales leader in their water business. He's passionate about helping others with abundance, manifestation, and achieving their goals. So I'm really excited to have you both here today to share space with me. Welcome, Christy and Clint. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Thanks it's very having exciting us. to be here. I think one of the most exciting things for me is that um, originally when I wanted to do enlightened conversations, I just thought, oh yeah, I'll be having I'll be having a chat with one person, and now it's starting to feel like it's expanding out into talking to more than one person at a time. And I know that sounds pretty obvious, but um, it obviously is when it hits in the face. But um, I just I'm. I can't really think of, I haven't got a lot of guests in season two where I've got two people. Um, you're probably at the moment it, but I'm sure it'll evolve. But I guess that's because I'm also finding my skates and training wheels with it all as well. And I've got to say that I do feel 100% comfortable having you guys in, in the seat, um, in, you know, but in the dual, dual seats. So it's awesome. So thank you. We're sitting on the same seat. <laughs> What's that? The same seat? Dual seat? 
I'm sitting on the same seat. Yeah. <laughs> so the big love seats, like one of those big love seats, and we've got the little armrests and the roses and the yeah, you know all that. Love. You're so cute. You, you love it. <laughs> I love it. So I love it. And I've actually done many things like so it's cool to come on and do an interview and have a chat together, which is yeah, yeah it's nice. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I like I like watching your journey unfold as a couple too. It's been um it's just been lovely actually to watch that and to see you both supporting each other the way you do and encouraging each other and I, I, I love that. I love that you showcase that to the world. I feel like that's just such a blessing. And um, I love how transparent you guys are with your processes. And that for me is uh, very, 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 um, it speaks volumes about uh, where you're at in your life together as a couple. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. I think um, a big Thing that we both learnt last year was being really um, just open and vulnerable and authentic with you know people around us so you know I guess with with us we've really gone okay well how you know how can we display without um, you know this whole tall poppy syndrome so you know Clint and I are really passionate about helping others live a really amazing life um, but there's this element of tall poppy syndrome in Australia and so we had to really get over those types of things so that we could go out and express, hey, this is who we are, this is what we show up as, this is what our life looks like, we really want to help others achieve that. Um, but there was this element of, of having to really come from a space of, of being okay with being vulnerable and being real and being authentic and actually sharing out how it is and overcoming that that aspect of tall poppy syndrome that seems to play out sometimes. Yeah, it's, 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 so, it's yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think it's, um, it's okay to, uh, well, for me too, as uh, I'm extraordinarily, I hope, um, transparent about my humanity, um, because I feel like if we are to really, uh, allow ourselves to, to fly and, and to be in our light, we, we can't, we can't, um, judge and keep in the closet that which, we feel we may need to work through or that's been triggered or we've got an issue with. I mean, we've got, you know, I think that that's important to, I try and make it sound when I'm, when I'm, uh, when I've learned something, like when I've gone through a process and I come out the other end, the way I communicate that to the world is often in a very positive way. Um, and then what I will see is I will see like a lot of discussion underneath it try and give the whole story too, like, so that people get it. Um, and then, you know, those people closest to me also will see me what I call mid-process where perhaps I'm, I'm requiring a very safe zone at that moment in time as well. And that's good to honour that as well. But um, I find that if I've worked through something and then people are commenting on my Facebook and we're, we're starting to have a conversation, Usually I'm working out whether or not I've really shone the light in all the dark places because sometimes some comments that come out do still they're like, oh, I think, <laughs> you think, oh, <laughs> well, I had a little bit of work left to do on that one. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know. So not being transparent doesn't serve anyone, does it? Because, yeah. you know, it's still helping to shine the light back into what could really iron itself out and integrate itself. Yeah, 100%.
Did you find that last year? I mean, you went through a really hard time last year with, uh, well, I can't project it onto you, but you went through a, a process together very transparently in front of everybody around your situation, Christy, around, well, both your situations, I should say. Um, did you want to share that? I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. The, the miscarriage? Yeah, yeah, happy to share that. Yeah, for sure. Sure. You go, you go first and I'll share my perspective. Um, yeah, so obviously we just spoke about being transparent and being open and being vulnerable and, um, you know, especially I guess when you, when you ask somebody that, um, you know, is growing a business or is growing influence or whatever, um, you know, people really resonate and connect with you when, when you can be really real and upfront about things that, that do happen in life. And so last year, um, Clint and I fell pregnant and it was a, a beautiful journey. She fell pregnant. Well, I fell pregnant. Yeah. It was a beautiful journey. Um, so I was pregnant for 10 weeks and we were very excited about becoming parents. Um, but I ended up having miscarriage and it was really interesting because when we found out that I was pregnant, um, you know, I, I guess outside influencers were saying to us, you know, make sure you don't tell anyone for 12 weeks and, you know, just keep it to yourselves. And it's awesome that you're pregnant because we told our like in a circle. And so some of those people were like, just make sure that you, you know, keep that to yourselves and don't, don't share it with the world. And I thought, well, it's actually really against our, our values not to share what's going on in our life with the world because we've made a commitment that that's who we're going to show up as. And so we ended up sharing and celebrating that news with everyone which is amazing um and you know we really had it in the back of our mind i guess that you know if anything was to happen um that we would be totally okay with the with the decision that we had around sharing that and lo and behold we ended up having a miscarriage um and you know we shared i guess you know you and I, michelle you and i had a conversation around that but we shared a very um, different way of looking at it in a very real and very raw and very vulnerable way of looking at, you know, the blessings in that experience rather than it being a very tragic and traumatic experience in our life. And I found it really powerful to share that we have had a miscarriage because what it ended up doing for so many people was that it opened up, you know, a discussion around a taboo topic that is not often spoken about and a lot of women that have miscarriages they never talk about it. So because there's this thing around don't tell anyone you're pregnant until 12 weeks because it's an unsafe zone, um, you know, women and their, their partners keep that to themselves. They might have a miscarriage and then, you know, all of a sudden they're left to kind of deal with that uh, sadness on their own. And, you know, for us, it was like it was really actually refreshing to come out and, and a, say that we were pregnant at six weeks and then B, to actually talk about this taboo subject when we actually had a miscarriage and, you know, talk exactly about that day and how it played out. And so, you know, since then, it's actually been very powerful for others around us because we have all these women out of the woodworks going, oh, my God, this happened to me and I've, I've never shared it with anybody. And, you know, oh, yeah, I've had three or four miscarriages. And then we realised how common that is for people like what like one in four pregnancies actually end up can end up as a miscarriage and so you know it was really i guess you know it was part of part of us being um you know showing up as who we are and showing up and sharing our expression with the world and just being really real about hey like yeah this is a topic that's not often spoken about well we want to share our journey with you and we want to share from a way where we have looked at it as though you know we haven't lost anything like yes we had a 
expectation and an attachment to having a child in June. So our whole life ended up revolving around, okay, well, we've got to get prams and I've got to learn how to be a mom and all this stuff, right? You know, so our life kind of revolved around that. And then in the, in the blink of an eye, that wasn't the case anymore. But, you know, it was really just very, um, we, we, on this particular day, we came home and we actually processed it in a way which was like, okay, well, we haven't lost here. Like, we just had a certain expectation of the outcome, which is where a lot of people can get caught up in a situation or in a relationship. Um, and we, we hold on to that attachment. We hold on to that expectation of the outcome. And when that doesn't, when something falls apart, that's when we can end up in um, a case of tragedy or trauma and it can take a long time to actually move on from that situation and we can allow it to affect us for a year, two years, five years, ten years down the track. Whereas what I really learned from that was, you know, not to have an attachment or an expectation to any outcome because especially in a situation where you fall pregnant, sometimes you don't know. Like, it's totally out of our control whether we're going to be blessed with that baby as a healthy baby at the end or not. And so, you know, we can do the best that we possibly can as mothers and nurture that baby while it's growing inside of us, but really we, we don't actually know what's going to happen. So, yeah, so we found it really powerful to come at it from a space of, you know, and, and myself, I'm in a, misca a mummy's miscarriage group and it's really interesting to see you know, these women who um, unfortunately are carrying this loss and carrying this tragedy and carrying this trauma for a very long time after a mis miscarriage. And so what we did was we looked at, okay, well, what did we get from this? Like, what did we gain? And it was like we gained 10 weeks of being, you know, in this beautiful, nurturing, loving space of becoming parents. And, you know, we got gifted with this little beautiful baby inside of me and I became far more nurturing. I became far more loving. And, you know, it was such a beautiful thing that we gained. And so when people say to us, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm like, hey, like we only gained, like, yes, it wasn't the outcome that we wanted, but we gained so much through that time. And so I think that you can, we, when we talk about this, it's like you can apply that to any situation. Um, and uh, I'll just add there that, um, you know, I remember it was the couple of days before we found out about uh, Christy being pregnant. We're watching this thing online. It was this, by, name, by, by the name of um, Ty Lopez. There's something about like a video, it's about knowing your purpose. And I just said to Christy, I was like, babe, what's your purpose? And she said something about like empowering women or something along those lines. I was like, hey, really cool. And she goes, what's your purpose? And I just said, um, raising a family of world leaders. And I said that, I was like, whoa, that's different. I was like, where did, where did that come from? You know, like I've never said that before. Um, and then two days later, we found out she's pregnant. Right? I'm like, whoa, that's really, yeah, wow. I was like, oh, that's so cool. So I just had this real sense of knowing and I still have that now that like this soul that's um, coming through us when it's ready, you know, there's a little test, there's a little warm up, you know, I was getting the body ready, um, getting us ready, little pre-season for the big event. Um, but when this thing comes through and even like, the impact it's it's this soul's already having on our life but then also to the community's life like by all those people that are touched through the facebook posts and and how we've uh, accepted it and um brought a new awareness and understanding to it not being a loss it being an absolute blessing um it's already having a massive impact of channeling love on the planet 
So I know when this salt does come through, form, look out, or leader, um, it's, uh, yeah, so it's really exciting. It's just, we just knew it wasn't, it's not the right time, you know? So when it comes, when yeah. it comes back, it's just, we'll be all ready and it'll, it'll happen and it'll all be beautiful and perfect, so. I want to kiss this little baby's feet because it's already having like maximum impact on the planet. It's, it's brilliant. It's a genius. So, <laughs> um, I, and, and it's chosen well, um, you know, in its parents. So that is, I just find this extraordinary. Um, you know, I feel like you guys are just, uh, yeah, I'm a bit teary about it, but that's okay. And, um, you know, just taking it to another level around, how to to really yeah to really view I, I love your discussion that you had what's your purpose what's your purpose you know and baby's probably thinking yeah okay guys you know i'm getting ready kate get ready for me um and you know that whole thing where we have this relationship happening we have it's not ended it's it's still going and you can feel it i think that it's just brilliant and i honestly uh, you know, for me, it's, it's a subject close to my heart as well, because I have often felt myself drawn to a lot of people who've lost babies because they need to hear the message that the soul isn't actually gone. It's still wanting to come through. It may actually may come through their children or another member of the family too. And so I have such an intimate relationship with these kind of dynamics when I'm talking to people. And so just for you guys to be in that space where you can just go, yeah, well, we feel this and this is what we, this is our reality and it's so out there. I just feel like it's just shifting perception severely around so many different topics. And when I read, you know, um, your little messages on Facebook that you wrote, uh, they were so powerful. I was just crying. I was just weeping. Um, and I just felt like, you know, you guys are just so proud of you. Not that I'm trying to be patronising here because it's who might be proud of you, but I'm just saying it's like I was. And I just felt like so you know, wanting everybody kind of almost like that part of yourself that just wants to shake people and go, see, see, look what they're doing. And you can have this level of peace and excitement and joy too. And it doesn't necessarily mean, like you said, Christy, like that you're not attached to that happening because who wouldn't be? That's, that's kind of an excitement to, you know, look forward to and things. But it's also, I've got to say, welcome to parenting because that never changes. There are no guarantees. There is never an outcome that you expect. Um, you're doing it. You're doing parenting now. You're doing probably doing parenting now better than most parents because the, the reality is that does not change. I mean, I've got an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old almost 19 and 17, two daughters, there are no guarantees that they're ever going to come home again. There are no guarantees that they're going to be perfectly healthy forever. There are no guarantees that they're um, going to um, really have the kind of, even the kind of relationship that I would love to have with them. So there's no guarantees. And I think the more at peace we are with being in that space of non-attachment and honouring their journey, as their own individual beings and you're already doing this before they've even arrived that is a level of freedom that most parents don't get to let me just tell you yeah definitely definitely because i i guess as well we can say like the children are mine like they're my children yes. like, well, you know <laughs> i'm not exactly sure if we own them i think we are definitely a vessel and a portal to bring that little soul and that creation to life 
Um, but if we come at it from like, you know, he's mine or they're mine, you know, that's when we can have this full attachment. And so that if for whatever reason, unfortunate reason or whatever it is, or perfect reason, I guess, um, was that they were, were taken away from us, you know, if we look at it in that sense, that, you know, um, if we're coming at it from an attachment point of view, it, it leaves people with, oh, who am I then? Like, I wouldn't be the identity of that person's mom or I wouldn't be in that relationship. And so we can lose ourselves if we get too attached. And so I guess even, like, with our relationship, it's like, you know, we know, like, yeah, we're totally, completely head over heels in love. But if, you know, for whatever reason, you know, something was to happen to either of us, then she was, we she would always, be okay. She always talks about me dying. I don't know. I'm stop, just saying. Stop like, wishing it upon me, you know? You know, it's like, oh, I just talk about I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm guilty. I always talk about that too. I want, I want to make sure that if I die before Tony dies, it can kick on and have a damn good time. That's <laughs> all. Totally right. But, yeah. but, but you know, there are situations out there where we can allow death to then, you know, death of our loved ones to then control the way we live out and play out our life. And, you know, it was really interesting because we spoke to a friend who actually, he had a full-term baby and they lost it during the birth. And um, he was saying that, you know, for him, he took that as to stop playing small. And from that point on, he like has gone out there and lived his life to the full extent and he has done everything he wanted to and he's not allowed fears to hold him back. And so sometimes it's like when something like that happens, we get this little message of like, hey, life, can be really short you know it can be so short that we've got to go out there and really play at the level that we want to and do the things that we want to do and make the impact that we actually want to make i was yeah, going to say true. that too i was going to ask you that guys is that you know like that whole thing around preparing for parenthood right and then you don't have to technically do that for a bit and you go okay is it like that it's like okay what can we do what can you squeeze in and fit in before we fall pregnant that kind of stuff are you doing that you know, it was funny the, the the day that it happened, right? Because in the morning, um, you know, there's going to be a dad. So you know, planning on thinking about being a dad, you know, getting uh, things in order and having all dad thoughts and talking dad things. And I was at a breakfast meeting with um, the gym that I go to, the Betterman community, all these blokes and full fathers, and talking about being a dad. Then driving home, and um, Christy calls me and she goes, "Oh, I'm not feeling good." You know, I've got a lot of blood, you know, she went to the hospital and it was a traumatic day, but one filled with a lot of, a lot of love as well. So it was a really beautiful experience. Um, and then that night having it, you know, having a tear and, and, you know, sharing a moment, finding the blessings in it and being so grateful for, for Little Squishy and the experience of having that in the belly. But then seeing it, it's like, I just looked at it, I was like, babe, Maybe we should go traveling. You know, <laughs> and here I am, the world trip. The morning I was being, in the morning I was being a dad, and now we're like planning on going traveling and moving overseas. And it's like, oh wow, how things can change so rapidly. And like I said, it's like, well, you know, we were like, let's do it again quickly. But then we're like, oh, actually, maybe we should wait a little bit and experience life a little bit more and do a couple of things and you know, things that uh, you have a bit more freedom when you don't have kids. So hmm. that's us now. I know, I just got that sense about it. It's, it's almost like baby got that sorted, knew that, 
so intelligent and it's like yeah 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 okay i'm coming but in the meantime guys you know you want to do this da, 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 da. I, 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 i'm 100 certain that's what's going on upstairs at the moment yeah yeah definitely and it's nice to um like i, I was just did a presentation on the weekend and i was talking a lot about you know in terms of like the spiritual growth that i went through it was really interesting to um, come at the situation from a spiritual way whereas like if, you, if this had happened two or three years ago I was I would have been like why is this happening to me and you know like a victim of the circumstances God and took I, my baby and I guess when you go into more of a you know into that more of a, a trust and a connection with a higher source you know, we can really it, it, it does help like it really does help to move through situations and process it quite quickly yeah, definitely. It's so quick. Like the processing time, it's so amazing. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's, uh, you know, I think that that's what quantifies leadership is that we're able to uh, lead the way to clarity quicker. Uh, it takes some people a lot longer to come to terms with it. And so then leadership, I guess, enlightened leadership, the way I see it, is that we're able to hold the space for that energy with, you know, a compassionate heart and an open mind. And we can actually, you know, while people are catching up without judgment, oh, why, aren't they up? why haven't they caught up yet? No, it's just, it's just it, it, the process it takes to walk that journey and that's okay. But, but, but someone needs to be able to hold the space. And, um, and it feels to me like you guys are really, your collective energy is really helping to generate that space and that, and that, uh, that ability to help people to lift. So it's, it's cool what you're doing. And it took, took you a little while to, to get together like you were together but then you weren't together and now, now you're really kind of together so that's 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 what i was picking up about your relationship um that that you kind of there was something not quite you kind of you guys it felt to me like there was something you weren't quite ready for and then you were ready for it to see each other yeah please explain <laughs> our, our journey yeah um, yeah, Christy, Christy wasn't ready. No, um, me tell I, I really story. wanted to be with her and, you know, I was ready to commit, but she was no. like, you know, she wanted to see other people. That's and so not true. She wanted to settle down and, you know, the standard story with women. Yeah, so yeah. We, met up, we met on Tinder. Yeah. Of all places. And we didn't, we weren't particularly fond of each other at all. Um, when we first spoke. She thought I was a weirdo and I knew she was a weirdo. Yeah, we were pretty much <laughs> crazy, which essentially we're all crazy, right? We're the crazy ones. Um, and then, yeah, anyway, we we were sort of always on and off. So when we first sort of met, it was always this on and off. Or, do I like him? Do I like her? Do, no, I don't think so, no. She was, she was too much like me. She just reminded me of me. I was we like, were a complete mirror, yeah. complete reflection. So back then, like a lot of the personal work we've done in the last two years, we were still very, both of us were really scattered and had a lot of stuff that we needed to work through. And so, um, yeah, so we were just a complete mirror. So everything was frustrating me about him because I could totally see it within me. And same with him. So he was like, don't like her. No, she's totally not for me. And I think it like really um, was very confronting for both of us. So then we went on a... Um, confronting slash annoying. Yes. So then we decided, all right, let's just see how this goes. This was about two years ago. We were like, let's just see how it goes. Let's go away for a couple of days together. And while we were on our way up, Clint decided to tell me that actually, no, he didn't want to be with me. And so we were about to go away for four days together. 
And I was like, what? Like, you're telling me this on the way up? Are you serious? You know? And he was like, oh, no. Just, I, was, yeah. I was really like, at that time, it was, I was really um, working on, like, really expressing myself and, and speaking my truth when it, when it arose. So I was, like, in the car and we're driving up there. And I sort of had a flash thought about it this morning. I was like, oh, I don't know about this chick. <laughs> And then we're driving on the gone this weekend and like my my heart was going, tell her now, tell her now. I'm like, no fucking way, not now. I was like, tell her now. I was like, all right, okay. And I said, babe, something to tell you. And I broke up with her in the car. And yeah. she's like, how did, what, the timing in the car? Why didn't you tell me this morning? It's like, well, I didn't know this morning. She goes, well, why didn't you wait till after the weekend? I was like, well, then we would have had this weekend where I didn't knew I didn't want to be with you and I would have been living. So I was sort of like I rattled a cage a little bit. You learned a lot from it, didn't you, baby? Yeah, I learned a lot about speaking your truth when <laughs> even if you have to have um, the icky conversations, like I had one today, and I, two years ago, no way I would have done it. But it's like, hey, if you've got to express something, let's just actually talk about it. And so, yeah, and so I again, no, nah, like don't want anything to do with him. And, um, but I was running the Real Food Revolution and we needed someone to talk on water. And at the time, Clint had just been introduced to Kangen. And, um, and so we sort of just had this brief conversation about, hey, do you want to maybe speak at the event? And because he had agreed to that, we sort of did have to keep talking because it's like there's a lot of organisation and, you know, speakers and storeholders, et cetera, et cetera. And so then, like, a couple of months goes by and then we become, like, best friends. So it went from, like... I'm not going to talk to this guy ever again. So we somehow got pulled back together again and we became like best friends. We spoke on the phone every day for hours on end and we built this really beautiful friendship. And then um, anyway, and then I ended up meeting someone else and it was, I ended up being in a very, uh, it was a great relationship. We were totally amazing together. Um, even though Clint, well, Anyway, whatever. We, we, we did have a very we had a, we had a positive relationship. Let's just say that. And uh, and then, but I still, in the back of my mind, was like, okay, it's Clint, but we just there was too much going on there. And then Clint decides to move to Sweden of all places. So I was like, all right, I'm probably never going to see this guy again because he wanted to go and move over there to meet a lovely Swedish woman and marry her and settle down in Sweden. So he does that. I didn't, and, I didn't marry a Swedish bird, though. No. And then he comes back and realises that actually, you know, he was madly in love with me. So well, we had this, we had this, right? I came back and I just came for a couple of days. I was, I was presenting this, this um, business idea to, like, a group of friends at Chrissy's house. And we're still friends. And, but we still have this strong connection, you know. But I was going back to Sweden and we, like, tied the, like, we cut all cords. Like, I think I went energetically. energetically. Yeah. We had it all cut. She did this womb feeling thing, had it all cut. We're in this space of like, oh, I felt really cool just to be friends. You know, we're just going to be friends, go our separate way, do our thing. And we're out for dinner. And Christy's like, okay, well, I'm going to help you find your um, dream woman. I'm like, okay, cool. awesome. So she goes, well, what does she look like? And so, um, and you know, who is she? And so we wrote out this list of like this ideal woman I was going to go meet in uh, Sweden. And then we finished the list and she goes, so basically me. And I was like, her to a T. I was like, well, you, but not, you know. <laughs> and then we, um, and then that night we went and uh, had this like weird, uh, we were just like um, hugging 
and this like energy just like overtook my body and it was like this warm like this real electric feeling throughout my whole body and i was like babe can you feel that and she's like what the fuck and we're just experiencing this like real energetic pull and then um we had this sexual experience and after that there was no doubt in my mind i was like 100 certain i was like you're the one for me we have to be together um there's no doubt in my mind that we're destined to be together and i had to go through a bit of a presidential campaign because i'd had this history of running away and not committing and all this and that but after that it was like there was no doubt in my mind that she was the one you know and it was this real spiritual cool crazy amazing experience and after that we've just been we spent like every day together eh? yeah i guess we just kept getting like Pull back together, yeah. We were like, no, resisting it, and then back together. No, resisting, back together. And it was just too strong to say no to. So, yeah, it's been an interesting wow. journey. And now it's the same. It's sort of like come together, pull apart, like come together, pull apart. It's just like on a you know, mini level. You know, it's not like we break up, but it's like a challenge. And we're, but yeah. then we'll come back together and we'll expand on that love. And then we'll have a challenge and then we'll come back together and expand on that love. So it's... For a full it's a, reflection of yeah, it's still. Good, very good growth experience. Yeah, wow, what a story. Awesome. And it's so awesome that you guys are aware of so many parts of that story. Like, you know, you're so conscious about what, what was going on, what was traveling for you both and... Um, yeah, I think divine timing is a big thing. I mean, I've been with my third husband for 10 years now and I had two, two husbands prior um, and I, felt, I feel like they were preparing me for what I'm ready for now. Um, if I'd met Tony, who is very much a, a different being in his self but not a different being in a, in a lot of ways because when I look at him, he's been extraordinarily generous in his life and, and, and a real giver. And I've, I've not really been used to that in my life. I've used to be the giver. If I, if I met him before I was ready to receive, I think I would have pushed him away. So I kind of feel like there, there are these relationships that prepare us for the relationship that we're, you know, ultimately hopefully going to come together if that's, our, if, if that's in our life purpose to do that, to build each other up to, to co-create and to, um, I guess, the way I see how we do um, our relationship is, is that we, we have, we're, we're a team. And that might sound really corny, but, you know, we have a team name and if we're in any doubt what to do, we go, well, what's best for the team? And, you know, we call it Team Tanel, so Tony and Shell, so Team Tanel. Um, and it's really cute. We've had that from, from the, right from the beginning. And, and it's always felt, it's not about you, it's not about me, it's about us, it's about we. And so we've, we've we've had that so there's not this competition and I, I found like in previous relationships there's been that competition you know you're competing the eye is competing and the, I think that comes from our own underdevelopment of our sense of self and when we start to step into our real a secure part of ourselves we don't need to do that with a partner we can step into um into collaboration and I feel like you know you know you guys might have had the push-pull stuff and you might have had the challenge to be together and commit and all that kind of stuff but I feel like you know it's awesome that you guys can say well we had a lot of shit to work through so that we could actually do that to be together and to stand our own reflection and I can totally relate to that because I, I, I had to do a lot of work on myself as well to be able to receive. Mm. 
definitely. And we're continually doing that too. Like it's it's a lot of um, work as a couple, and then a lot of personal work. You know, some some come up, and you realise that it's like we want to make the relationship as best as possible, and we want to make ourselves as the best version as possible. So it's always like a constant internal reflection. Um, mm. And you know, how can, how can I uh, heal this part of myself and what's within it? And it's just, yeah, it's just always growing through the relationship and then growing um, individually. So it's really, it's really, it's really special yeah, and challenging. And you guys are so, you guys, you guys are so young too, aren't you? Like I'm 46, so you can you can you can say you're young, okay? Oh my god, you are so hot. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Hot, but like Yeah. Oh, you can say I'm hot. That's alright. We'll just say 35. Yeah, I'm 28, and Clint is 32. Yeah, and so you guys, look at you. You've got such a, a ridiculously amazing head start to your life together. I mean, I'm 47 in two months. My husband's 53 this year. So, hey, you know, yes, we've got it going on, but, we, you know, it's, it, it's great to be young and have it going on because yeah. there's so much fun, seriously, ridiculously, so much fun when you're able to work through and own your stuff as you go and it gets easier trust me on that it just gets so much easier um it just yeah you just create amazing things together you get busy creating and you spend less time recovering from the bits that you have to unpack does that does that resonate does that make yeah. sense to you yeah yeah definitely and then it's at, at the start i was very um you know, take it more for me anyway. And Christy, you were saying it was like you take a bit of time before you own up to your shit. You know, yep. but now it's like, uh, although you feel like there's a bit of judgment or well, that's all your own crap anyway. You feel like they're gonna think you're a loser or think you're an idiot for thinking what you've been thinking. Um, but I know it's, we we both know it's better to just say it and get it out because then it's gone. You know, and sometimes you'll stew on it and then you'll say it's like really just chewing on that for a couple of days like mm. it's a bit stupid but the more we're we understand each other and it just happens quicker and we just say it and it's gone and then it's healed and then we just move forward yeah, yeah. oh well I'm, I'm super duper excited to see um you know what you guys create together and um you just uh got such beautiful um heart-centered approaches to life and to authenticity and to believing in humanity, which I feel is a big one for me, I really like to connect with people who believe in humanity and who, who haven't um, got that sort of sense of loss around hope around humanity because I feel like we're all in this together, guys, and the more we can band together with people that actually collectively um, believe in the enlightenment of humanity, the, the better if we all are, actually. Um, so I've, I'm, I'm super excited for you guys. Oh, thank you. And we're so excited for you and everything that you've created. Like since I met you two years ago, you have just done such an amazing job and you just like, yeah, you really get out there and really share this and you're so true to your message. So very proud of you as well. 
Oh, thank you. So what's happening? Tell, tell everybody what you're up to, where they can find you, anything that's coming up, because this is airing, I'll just tell you, this is airing on double checking, 3rd of April. So if there's anything around the that time or after that time too, um, please let us know. So um, a big thing of what I teach is something called future pacing reality. So you create a video of uh, you with your, in your future self. So I could tomorrow do something of be something, you do it as if you're already there and you, you create that video. So when is it? The 4th of April. So um, what have you done, babe? In the last... Oh, okay. All right. So yeah. Yeah, he's getting us to... All right. Future pacing. So we're going to talk about what we've done over the last uh, three months. Okay. Well, we've done a trip to Japan and Thailand. Yeah. And we've created the Infinite Abundance Movement. Movement, yeah. Yeah, so Clint's just launched a new movement. Um, and so how many of them have we run? Uh, we've run a, a workshop every week, enrolling five new people every week, which is really exciting. The community has been, been growing very rapidly. Uh, I just did 100K in 100 days, which is really cool. And um, Chrissy just got uh, 6A in a Kangen business, which is like, this rank and it's like a leadership position and she's really hot when she was up on the stage uh, when she achieved it. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, and our new house, like it's really all been awesome to share that space with people. It's a real community space. Like we, we moved up in um, on like the end of February and uh, we knew when we were going there, like this is something that we really want to share with other people. And so we've had like people staying there and, um, we've hold like workshop spaces and it's just been a real healing sense for people coming, having an experience, experience what we're about and helping them to move through stuff and just empower them in their life through those um, series of workshops and events through the um, Infinite Abundance Movement. So, um, yeah, it's been really special. It's and, been really special. And people can find us on Facebook. So clint morgan and christy k-r-i-s-t-i-e forward o-r-d and i just i just realized babe that when you talked about your, your team name before michelle i thought that's really awesome and i thought well what could be our team name and i realized if you do the the c and the l of clint and then the ord claude. claude team claude right and and <laughs> to you that might sound weird but there's this bull that we met like um at, about, a, farm. at a farm and his name's claude it's this big bull, and it's like and we, we always, love him. We always talk about always him. Talk about we had a really him. special connection with yeah. this bull, and now there you go, Team, team Lord. Great. <laughs> Thanks for inspiring us yeah. to create a team name. Yeah, it's amazing. See, at the start of this, we were like, right, let's just see what flows. Lord. Team Claude. So maybe we can start a Facebook page, baby, a joint one. Team no. Claude. <laughs> <laughs> And you're a woman in business, then I also run Influential Women event. So it's a really beautiful community event where women come together, they dress up for the evening. We have a panel of speakers that are talking on a particular subject. Uh, so it might be like, you know, daily routine for success or mindset for success, whatever it might be. Um, yeah, and so it's just a really beautiful space to come and meet like-minded women. And yeah, you have a beautiful dinner together and mingle and just learn something new that you can start to apply into your life. 
they're great. I've awesome. never been on they're great. And I'll just share quickly with with, uh, with what we're doing, uh, the Infinite Abundance Movement. Uh, it's a community of uh, education and transformational experiences around spirituality, health, and financial abundance. And so if you want to increase that in your life or have an infinite um, expansive ability to attract and create the life that you want, then, you know, hit us up, contact us on Facebook, and we'd love to hear from you and see what we can do, what magic we can create together. Awesome. And I feel like something, can I add to your little video of your, of your three-month trajectory? Can I add to it? Um, I feel like you're living this amazing enlightened relationship that you've created together and you're really expanding in that and it's becoming easy and effortless and joyful and bigger and better and more amazing and heart-centered than you could ever even imagine. And great sex too. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny that you say that because we played um, The Wish. Have you heard of The Wish before? Yeah. On, on, oh, you would love The Wish, Michelle. You would love it. It's a manifestation of abundance board game and it, like it's it's so spot on to the t like it's amazing and so that's what we actually um wished for was like a, a high basically what, basically basically what, what you just said, said. Yeah. and it's already like come true so yeah. there you go you're on point and you know what i'm a big believer i am a super big believer in co-manifesting and you probably already know all about that but i just feel like you sharing your vision with me and then me holding that vision for you guys um, and then also then the world hearing your vision as well it just creates the i believe the the support and affirmation to to keep it to make it a reality and to keep it a reality as well so i just yeah i'm on board i'm on board the claude train oh woo. What, what's next for you well, uh, hey, I, and that's a good question. I am really, um, the last three months have been amazing. Um, we're rolling out um, enlightened conversations, moving from a weekly format to a daily format from Monday to Friday, which is um, really enlightenment on steroids. Um, and I'm pretty excited that I was guided to do that. We've turned into a broadcasting network, so we now we have hosts hosting the show. Um, and that's pretty exciting to move from a pro TV program to an actual broadcasting network of, of people. Um, we're creating a film called Enlightened Conversations and talking about the power of communication, how we can enlighten the world one conversation at a time. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm preparing to, to go traveling to the USA uh, for the whole of June and um, for 28 days with my hubby to meet a whole heap of amazing people and have a great holiday and see Grand Canyon oh, yeah. and all that good stuff. Awesome, I love that. Boom. Woo, we're fully on Boom. the vision. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Uh, and I'm, I'm sure there's heaps more, by the way. Great sex in there and, um, <laughs> and you know, and, and lots of, oh, I don't know, awesomeness. I mean, life is good. I mean, I live on the Sunshine Coast. I'm overlooking the water here. I, you know, I, my, back, my front yard is the, the ocean. Um, it's, it's just a, an absolutely gorgeous existence, you know, and, and, it, and, and people say, oh, you're lucky, but it's, 
it's really the choices that we've made. You know, we've made those choices to do these things and we've chosen to have really an extraordinarily simple life, what I would call a very simple life. We've downsized, we've got a three bedroom apartment. Um, it's not, a, we don't have a huge big chook farm or, you know, we've really gone the downsize and it's so paying off because we just, life's simple. Like if we wanted to pick up and move somewhere tomorrow, we would literally pack our suitcases and we could rent this place out like that because it's right, it's all set up for it. You know, it's, it's choices. We all have choices, yeah? And so it's kind of exciting. Who knows what might else happen in the next little while? You know, you never know. You might become a grandma. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe, but I doubt it severely because both my kids are like, well, I'm 30, not interested in kids. If I have one, I'll have an abortion. So, you know, <laughs> they'll come back. They're so open-minded. Oh, they'll come back around if they really want to be part of my life. <laughs> then you have the millennium kids coming through with that level of open-mindedness. So they're, but they're very responsible. So I just don't, you know, maybe when I'm in my fifties, that might happen, but uh, no rush there. I don't think there is a rush for the kids. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks for asking us um, to be on your enlightened conversation movie as well. Oh, you are. Oh, that's all right. Hey, it'll be awesome. I can't wait. Oh, and yeah. And, and you know, it's one of those things where, it's still kind of information, but I, I got told the other day, oh, and I forgot to tell my hubby this, but um, they've wanted me, Spirits wanted me to actually start to write a book around the film. And so that's really interesting. So I, I will get to that and probably get to that later on this week, actually, to start to do a little bit of what they want me to do there. Because I was told I was making a film before I knew exactly what was, how the film would be. And people were like, oh, what's the film? And I was like, uh... I don't know, but they'll tell me because I trust that 100%. And that's how I work, like, all the time. There's no exception to that. Um, I just, now that's just how I work. Um, even to the point where people don't turn up for their show or I, someone appears to come into the show without planning, I just go with it. I just go, yep, yeah, cool, sweet, you're in charge. Sure, I'm the director, right. You know, it's just all happening. Um, so, yeah, that's the way I work. That's how I roll. <laughs> Love it. In flow, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. Well, lots of love to you guys. I'm sure it won't be the last time that we connect and uh, do collaborations together. Um, so enjoy the ride, guys. And uh, I've been to Japan, loved it. So if you want to know any information, happy to throw that your way in a heartbeat. Thanks so much. Well, it's great to hang out. Great to get to know you better as well. Yeah, it's lovely. All right, beautifuls. Take care of yourselves and talk soon. Connect soon. Bye.